Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Langer at Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we talk about the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. Um, as always, I'm your, co- I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. <laughs> He's struggling, huh? No, I didn't struggle. I went right through it. No, I, no I'm just talking mess with you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, just got it. we just got into it. This is what we're doing already. And it's crazy because I do be struggling on that sometimes, and I didn't struggle. This time. <laughs> yeah, the time I truly like let it go. Hey, yeah. starting the show. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm. I literally wake up in the morning purely off hate. <laughs> I don't need to set an alarm. No, no alarm. Me up. Yep, all the time. A little too early, which makes me hate even more because I'm like now I'm up earlier. It's just, it, hatred runs through my body. Like blood. Uh, you might want to get that checked out. You might need to talk to somebody. Maybe. Once I can afford it. Uh, yeah. Flan Grant pays me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, don't you got insurance to your job? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> They don't want them to be paying for it. They don't want to be stressing you out. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man, me almost thinking about picking up cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> no offense to anyone that listens that may smoke cigarettes. There is no excuse to be picking up cigarettes in 2022. <laughs> if you ain't start smoking at like 16 and yeah, just activated yourself, like there's no reason for you to just like act 28. Just be like, yeah, it's time. <laughs> I'm gonna go pick up some cigarettes. <laughs> Twenty-eight years without them, but now's the time. And now's the, the time. Top of, on top of all the things we know about cigarettes, that yeah. as you know, inflation and everything else, they're stupid expensive, right? Now. Oh, easily. Like you just about to go pick up a eight dollar a pack habit? Like <laughs> <laughs> it might be more than that actually. Because I, I think a carton's like twenty some dollars, so I think a pack might be over ten dollars now. Gee, I, I I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's <laughs> not, a crazy habit. If it not, not you quit smoking just because you couldn't afford it. Hey, <laughs> it's not going you want to. I mean, inflation. Not, I mean, hey, inflation can really cause it can end a lot of habits. I tell you that. I'll, I'll give you this: Arizona iced teas. 
I'm glad y'all sticking through this uh, <laughs> this inflation because man, yeah. it's still ninety nine cents. Love that. They real. They They're absolutely real. real. Yeah. Always have been. Always will be. So, we have a show. Technically, we have a show. Um, technically, there's really not. There's. It's like sneakily a lot to talk about, but not really a lot to talk about. Just because we haven't adjusted to the off season yet. Nah. But it's also not fully the off season. So, but like we're in an awkward position. Where I'm, like, I'm none not of the bowl games are this. Yeah, week. yeah. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was, I was not fully prepared for the season to be over with. Like I thought we had maybe one or two more weeks, and then I realized like nah. Christmas is in what two two weeks? I think so. Two and a half. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like that. So it, it just threw me off. <laughs> I thought we had more. One more week. Of oh no, no, no! Christmas is exactly two weeks from today. Yeah, it's on the Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Which is random, but hilarious. If you so, look at it, the religious aspect of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we're here. Um, so this episode, we're going to... Um, we're going to talk about the awards. We're going to talk about some of the coaching news and changes. There's been a little bit of updates with that. And then we're going to get out of here. Uh, we're going to be in and out in under an hour. Our next show is going to be pretty long because I think our next show is going to align with all the bowl games. And so we're going to have like eight games to talk about. Okay. So we'll give you a break with this one. We won't keep you all here this long. So let's get into it. Uh, let's get into the show. Let's talk about some stuff. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. Um, some coaching stuff, some just some things that happened, um, some bigger than others. Uh, we will start with Wisconsin. I don't remember if we talked about this. I didn't put on the show plan, but if we're going to talk about Wisconsin, we, we might as well like just mention it. Um, yeah. Graham Mertz is in the transfer portal. We, I think we talked about that. Did we? No, no, but I did see that in, in cracked up laughing when I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, well, hold on. Hold on. Let's be fair. Okay. Let's not laugh too much. All right. Because we just saw what Michael Penix Jr. did when he left Indiana. Uh, we saw it's different. What, That's we different. saw what Adrian Martinez did when he left Nebraska, and we saw what Bo Nix did when he left Auburn. So I'm. I want to laugh. Still, but I, but that's still different. The reason why I say those are different is because Nebraska is Nebraska was an actual terrible offense. I don't think Wisconsin. So it's Wisconsin. I would say. I think he's terrible, but again, you're right. We can wait. We can't, we can't I'm not saying that he's not. I think he's a terrible too, but I also thought the other ones were terrible. Yeah, to find out. But I mean, but Phoenix Junior. Almost, but he got Heisman votes. Yeah, but like, like though they still have they don't have a running game to back them up. Wisconsin still has somewhat of a running game to back him up. Listen, they almost made a bowl game. You don't got to argue with me. I, like, I, I don't think he's good. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying let's hold off on the laughter because he might go somewhere. They still had a pretty good defense, too. I don't know, man. Right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There was a lot of things that went wrong with for them, and it yeah. wasn't just him. No, it's no, like, of course not. I'm, but I'm not going to say it wasn't just him, but him, you know, transferring is just a little funny to me. I mean, what else was he supposed to do? <laughs> Go get a job. He's not that old. He not? No. You sure? 
Yes. What the he started f- as a freshman. He not a junior? He's a junior, but he's like 20. That's not that old. For real, wow. Mm. These other these other quarterbacks be twenty six. Like I mean, wasn't it? Wasn't he's his only name been, from he's Georgia? Only, he's only yeah. He's only been in college for three years. He still got two years of eligibility, and it's the normal two years of eligibility. It's not like the injury red shirt plus the COVID year. So he's gonna graduate at twenty five. Like he's gonna be done at like twenty one, twenty two. Like he's Damn. he's still like a you know it takes a normal student four or five years to get to get yeah to no of course he's right, still, right he's still in his normal college. Years. I thought he I might, thought he was in his like I can I can. His the uh, the draft type type of old I mean, right now. He is because he's been in college for three years, right? But he started as a freshman, so like he's still young. Okay. So like you know like okay. you were just talking about Michael. Pitt, so wait, he's had Michael three Pitt. years. He's been starting there for three years, like two and a half. I don't think he got the job. I think he took over the job or right, the middle of the season somewhere. Sure. Sure. I, don't I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, Oh, Broncos stink. <laughs> yeah, we knew that. <laughs> Broncos country. But now, but now the defense is starting to stink because of how bad that offense is. I don't think they stink. I think they gave up. That's fair. Because why? Fair. Like, what are we playing for? Like, yeah, we, we can't got, score eighteen we, points. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we got we got Sierra's husband out here. Like, <laughs> who's also she also washed. We not. This is a sports podcast. We're not you're right. That. <laughs> you're right, but like you know, oh, it happened. No, it happened the same that's, year. That's, They're that's, perfect for each other. That's, is what I'm saying. that's bordering <laughs> on actually podcast. We not no, because because I'm still focusing on the fact that their career. They're both washed in their careers because it's at the same po- at the same time. That's a, that's a perfect match. They're perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they found each other in Jesus because they ain't got their careers no more. We've seen Russell. He no, can't no, score no. eighteen points, bro. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he can't score eighteen points. That's ridiculously sad. I don't have nothing to say to you. <laughs> have they scored over fifteen once this season? I'm about to Google that. We can go on. We can go on with our show. Just, I'm about to Google that now. I just think the funny thing is, well, there's a lot of funny things about the situation. One of all people, Geno Smith is balling. Like hell, um, and it's like there's like oh, Russ not the problem. Mm. Russ not the problem. It's the Seahawks. It's the coach. It's this. It's that. And like you really couldn't tell. Like you knew Russ was declining, but it's like also the coach is like seventy five. Maybe he's out of touch. This, that, and the third. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they Russ leaves. They draft a good running back. They get a steal at freaking corner, and now they're good again. Like they're not reached the Super Bowl good, but um, they're they're pretty solid. Like their fans are pretty happy, and Geno Smith is out playing Russ. Like and and, and not only just this year, and every out playing every, Russ of like the last two or three few, years. Yeah, a few years. Russell That's Wilson, Geno Smith. I what is it? What we got? What was it like? Four games left in the season three, because this week's happening. That man this doesn't even 12. have three. So five uh, more weeks left. Technically, five more weeks left. He yeah. still don't have three thousand yards. <laughs> he is at two thousand five hundred and fifty-eight passing. Yards. Twelve games. Yes, that brother is garbage. <laughs> that boy, that that that's bad. Their rushing game is just as bad. And the funny, the funny thing is, like they traded for him and they gave him, do, and yeah, gave him a new contract, sight unseen. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just like, y- y'all gotta remember, bro. Like y'all don't, y'all just don't have to. Give I need a game by game. No, like I like, need y'all, a, y'all, y'all don't, game. y'all just don't have to give people new contracts all the time. I promise you, like sixteen, sixteen. Oh, they scored twenty three. Lost. <laughs> Good for them. So the one time they scored over uh, twenty points, they took a L. Stigma. How did we get on this? Why are we talking? About uh, I'm so, oh, because they showed they showed the highlight of the Broncos losing. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, Russ sucks. Uh, Graham Mertz probably sucks, but we reserve the right for him to be better at a new place because that just seems that just happens supposedly. Like quarterbacks that we knew suck just don't suck no more. So uh, like Michael Penix Jr. just barely got injured after getting injured for like five years at Indiana. Like he just didn't True. miss any games. Like what, how does that happen? Um, Adrian Martinez was for the most part who we thought he was because he definitely lost uh, Kansas uh, Kansas State a game with like late turnovers. Um, Kansas State was still 10-2, ten, ten and two, and they won the Big Ten. But if they don't lose that game, they may make the playoffs. So. True. Well, we're no, probably not because t- – or, or was that the TCU game? No, because they – They won – they beat TCU. No, that, not the first time they played them. Oh, uh, true. Either way, there was a game. I don't remember which one, but there was a game where he threw a ball – that should have been intercepted, and it's like, ah, Adrian Martinez is Adrian Martinez in a game. It was dropped, and then two plays later, he fumbled. And it's like, nope, he's the same guy, and they lost <laughs> it. So, either way, uh, Graham Mertz sucks. He's, he's no longer <laughs> But we reserved the right for him to just magically yeah, and be a good quarterback because that happens somehow. Um Still on Wisconsin. Wisconsin hired Phil Longo from UNC. Um, this is big news, whether you know the name Phil Longo or not. This is big news because um, y'all have watched University of North Carolina play offense. Yes, I hope this is a not really a rhetorical question, but like, yeah, I'm talking. I'm I'm breaking the the podcast wall. I'm asking you straight to your ears. Y'all have watched North University of North Carolina play offense. Dante, you've watched them play offense, yeah. right? Does yeah. it look like anything that Wisconsin has ever run ever? No, not so, at all. Yeah, that's this that's is definitely this is definitely going to be good for them. It's gonna be that's a, interesting. Uh, that's a fresh air, really. Yeah, you and you have like a, a defensive mastermind, right? Right, and then you're going to bring that. That's not even the offense that Jim Leonard ran at you know at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's offense was much more close to what UNC is doing, which yeah. what uh, Wisconsin was doing. So. That's going to yeah, be no. really interesting, it's and it's going to be really, really interesting. interesting to see because, like, they don't have the players for this offense at all. Just don't. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they recruit, but more importantly, how they hit the transfer portal this year. There are a million quarterbacks in the transfer portal, and so, like, I'm wondering if they can get one of the top ones. Like, you know, like a Devin Leary from NC State. Grammar, it's coming right back. Let's stop it. You know that Coach Prime video where he said, uh, oh, my God, that Coach Prime video where he said, uh, y'all can go ahead and hop in the transfer portal. I'm bringing yeah. my wife into this, Louie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what Jim Leonard said. That, 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 that's, that's what, that's what, oh my y'all God. Go I'm going to get go ahead all of my names wrong. That's, that is what Luke Fickle said. Yeah. He said, he pulled him into his office. He said, listen here, son. We don't want you. You did your three years. You did your due diligence. Uh, Wisconsin will feel about you how they feel about you, but nah. Not not on my team, bro. Yeah, um, had you know, have a good one. Uh, we'll see you later. 
Hope you find a place, but it's not gonna be here. Uh, you don't got you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell up out of here. Out of here. You gotta go, brother. Didn't even give him a chance. Didn't even look at him. Didn't even, nope. didn't even like, No, he, said, he looked at him for three years. <laughs> he said, I've seen the tape. I've seen enough. Go ahead, go somewhere else. If you I, prove me wrong, you prove me wrong. But right now. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting. That's gonna be a, that's just a crazy transition, right? Like yeah. and all the, and it's like the thing that people sometimes forget or ignore or whatever is like you're supposed to run an offense that your players can do. Yeah. And they don't they just don't have the players for that. So it's gonna be interesting to see like if there's gonna be a mass exodus or how they manage that. If maybe it takes a year to it's gonna I think it's probably gonna take a year out or whatever. Um they'll probably still survive based on their defense. Like they're gonna be better than six and six next year for sure. But um yeah, I, I think that's just they might be this they might be a sleeper team, just kinda how like Illinois ended up being. Uh, they're not going to win the West next year. Illinois going to win it, but like, yeah. um, they they should be more. I mean, we can't say normal because it's going to look entirely different. But they should be back towards the top of the West. Right. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, so yeah, that's very, very, very interesting. Also, um, we lied to you, but we didn't really lie to you. Um, we're not liars like we were last year. Last year we were liars. This year we, we've been we've been on the straight and narrow. We tried to be um, good citizens. Um, we told you because someone told us that Jim Leonard was staying at Wisconsin, but we also told you that that didn't make no sense. Nope. So <laughs> while we told you what we had seen, that is no longer the case. Uh, Jim Leonard has officially uh, like announced it himself that okay. he is not going back. And duh, like I mean, at the end yeah, of the day, else, where are we going to? You can't really stay there. At the end of the day, the biggest question that I had about it is this: Luke Fickle brought his defensive coordinator. Yeah, what's your role? And the thing is that I was saying last week, so I don't have to reiterate the whole thing. Jim Leonard was defensive coordinator solely by himself, and then he was interim head coach. So if he, even if it's a co DC title, that's yeah. a downgrade. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't have the co before, and he went all the way up to interim head coach. He got the taste. Uh, Trestle, uh, what is his name? Mike Trestle. Uh, he was the sole DC. Yeah. Again, you move up to the bigger job with your guy, with your man's right, and you think I'm gonna have the same job. So if he come to you and say, yeah, you're going to have to take a co, that's a step down for him. Not entirely because he went from Cincinnati to Wisconsin, so he's still up. But it's still it's still like it's, you know, a step down. Yeah. And who of it's the a two step down in role. Right. Who of the two is calling plays? Because yeah. last year and most of this season, they both calling plays. So it just I just didn't understand what the role was like what like what he could have offered him right. which is why like i get you i get you talk to him and you say he could stay because he is a good coach but like what was it gonna be like, what, Jim, like Jim he wasn't Harbaugh. gonna go be linebackers coach right you know what oh, i mean like yeah. he wasn't gonna go be safety's coach after being defensive coordinator and interim head coach now he he might as well just join jim harbaugh go to the colts yeah <laughs> i'm with that i like that yeah uh, I don't. Ways. I don't like. I don't like Harbaugh. Big Ten area. You. 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 You would love him as a coach. You know. You would love him as your coach. He's a I good would coach. Love the results. He's I a good love, coach. Not that, not that I sit around listening to NFL like press conferences and stuff because I don't. But oh, like, God, I would man. never want to hear him speak ever or do anything or say. Anything. I like my coach, but and I, I like the way love, he speaks, and that I don't. I don't listen to. But I would like the results because we would win again. Yeah. 
Just, Y'all probably win the division right, right, just, just right make, after. Just make the Colts the All Big Ten team because they're doing the racist thing with CJ Stroud, and we're probably gonna have a top ten, top ten pick. So just draft CJ Stroud, hire Jim Leonard, and hire Jim Harbaugh. Bring the All Big Ten team and just make it work. I mean, the championships in Indianapolis. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It could work. But, yeah, and, and the thing with him is, like, he's going to get a job, right? Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be offered a job in the NFL. He's going to be offered a defensive coordinator job in the college football. He's maybe even going to be offered a head coaching job. People have him on the list for some of the late jobs that are still open, like the Purdue job, which we're going to get into, and some of the other oh, things. Oh, true. He's going to be fine. Um, it's going to be interesting to see which route he goes. I imagine he goes NFL. Because it's like Wisconsin is his thing, right? He, he's from there. He played there. He coached there. He's been there his entire career. Right. I can't see him taking another college job. Like maybe yeah, unless a it's a head coach. coach. I was going to say, yeah. if it's a head coaching job, I, I, I don't see why not. Yeah. And I think the Purdue job is not it, – it's actually a really good job. Because no, they, need, they, need, they need defensive help anyway. I like that for him too. So. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would accept it. It's a head coaching job. It's not it's a, a head coaching job. <laughs> it's not a good job because that's why the head coach left. What are you talking about? I mean, did he get something better? No, he went to Louisville. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like part of the reason he went to Louisville is because he's from there. But Louisville it gave him a contract of six million dollars a year, which mm-hmm. to a normal person, great. Love it. Wonderful. To a coach, especially when coaches in the Big Ten are making nine, ten mil a year, that's not that good. So you telling me Purdue couldn't afford to pay him six mil a year? And I get it, he probably would have left anyway. Like I'm being kind of facetious because he's from Louisville. And so yeah. like they might not even they've want been to trying to get him. him. They've been trying to get him for a while. But still, if the contract was six mil, that means he was making less than six mil where he's at. They didn't pay him less. I tell you that. <laughs> endless so produce some broke boys um <laughs> produce some broke boys and the big 10 is losing divisions so they're not true, 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 like they're not true, like true. like produce they not, be not beating ohio state michigan uh penn state uh, ucla uh usc the new wisconsin maybe even the new nebraska because matt rules a good coach and if true. uncle and if uncle tuck ever figure it out michigan state either are they gonna team maryland like that's nine teams right there are you confident they're gonna be better than maryland produce a yeah. shitty job mm, you're confident they're gonna be better than maryland i think maryland will fold in the middle of the season like they kind of did this past year and the year before okay they're not consistent. They don't keep that up for long. I don't know. Man, in the middle of the year, Maryland was dealing with an injury to their star quarterback. To the star quarterback. And then he came back and they won. They've won eight games this year. Did they? Yeah. They did better than last year. I know last year they folded. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. they're not very consistent. And, even, and, and while year. you're right, they did win eight games. I watched some of those games. They're still not very consistent. I didn't say they were. I said, <laughs> are you sure that Purdue is a better job than Maryland? And will better, be better job? Well, that Purdue will consistently be better than Maryland. Because uh, if they're not, Purdue is the ninth best job in the Big Ten currently. Not, like they're, they're going to be the ninth best team. 
like on a on a on a pretty consistent basis if they can't be better than Maryland. The only and they oh I forgot Iowa. Are they gonna be better than Iowa? Well, I hate Iowa, but are they gonna be better than Iowa? They're not. So they now they're the tenth best team. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't. They were better than Iowa this year. But are they gonna be better than Iowa moving forward? I think so. Yes, they've been better I, than Iowa one year in their entire creation. They were they were better than them last the no, year before. Weren't. That that's that's only because Iowa played worse teams. I tell you this, Iowa's going to be terrible. For a long, as long as they can't have an offense, that team will be bad. Okay, because that defense won't hold up. I don't care. They won't get players coming. They won't get players coming in to play deep. Like that many players coming in to play defense if they know they don't have an offense to help back them up. Uh, they not getting recruits from nowhere. They getting the corner boys from Iowa, who's always going to be there. Their starting corners are white. They not getting good recruits. They just making them good players. Hey, I don't know if that's that going to stick for long. That, name another school that has a white cornerback. Man, I don't know a team. All right, so they that secondary, they have nowhere else to go. That was their only offer. They just turned them into good players. <laughs> <laughs> they probably could have played linebackers somewhere. <laughs> He's a corner, bro. He's like, yeah, you, you, if they if they from Iowa, they can build up the they could build up the fat and muscle to get that big to play linebacker. They know how to do it. Oh my god! All right, bro. They eat all the. Come on, there's nothing that's to not, do here, but that's not. There's the nothing body. to do in Iowa but eat and run into people. That's like not how the body works, bro. <laughs> like you're not gonna go from you're not gonna go from five ten, 180 pounds to five ten, two thirty, and be able to play linebacker at, at the Division One level. No matter how many cows you lift, like that's not <laughs> that's not that's not what's gonna happen. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. So anyway, okay, so we'll just say this. At best, Iowa Purdue is somewhere between the ninth and the twelfth best team in the Big Ten. Like regularly. So there's gonna be sixteen regularly. So mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> the sitting at, but, but but you but, could, but you you know, depending on the coach, depending on the coach, they could be consistently higher than uh, Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown, the best coach they've had. He couldn't do it. <laughs> Listen, that's going to be a thing. I have. To I don't see. know, man. They was ranked two for a minute last last year. They weren't ranked two. They beat two number two teams. They were ranked two because they lost. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they Nobody thought they were the number two team in the country. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so here's the thing. As we said, right, we talked about it, but we didn't talk about it in terms of the coach, but it makes sense. You go out on top, right? They just had two years. They won eight games back-to-back. They just won the Big Ten West. They're losing their quarterback. They've already lost their star defensive players. They're losing maybe the best wide receiver in school history who was a transfer. They're losing all this other kind of stuff. They're not going to be good next year at least. Like, it's going to – because they barely kept it going. And the thing is, they've had a crazy run of wide receivers. They had Rondell Moore, and then they had David Bell, and then they got Charlie Jones. They don't got another one of them coming up, that singularly dominant uh, wide receiver who can keep them in games and stuff like that. And they don't have the quarterback. So it's like Jeff Brown was like, damn, this is the best I can do. But you know what he can do at Louisville? He can compete in the ACC. He can definitely – the ACC sucks. If he really get, if he really do what he's supposed to do, he can definitely compete in the ACC. So he took the job. He's making a little bit more money because produce some broke boys. I'm not mad at it. 
Um, it's, it brings up like an interesting conversation. They might be cheap. I don't know about bros. Broke boys. Also, Purdue's hard to get into because it's like they don't have a whole lot of majors, right? Like it's it's yeah. Isn't it a? Isn't it a? What is it called? Um, I it's an Ivy League on or not yeah. Ivy League, but it's it's considered one of the. It's like, like it's close to the level, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like considered one of those type of schools. Yeah, and it's an engineering school, so like they don't have like that's football, true. They don't have football one on one, like right. Like you can't <laughs> you can't put them in the associate of arts major or like the the leadership. Have them taking like, Swahili yeah. or something. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, you can't you can't really do that. So uh, you could probably do that in Louisville. I know you can do it in Louisville, actually. So. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeff Brom, he left. He he got the the better job, um, the job, and, and like his contract's crazy. Like um, he gets an automatic extension if he wins like seven games or something like that. And like next year, like, or like it's it, like it, I think I think at all. So like so if he wins seven games next year, there's an extension. It does that keep happening, or is that just a one time? I, I think it's a one time thing. I'm sure my question's dumb as hell, but <laughs> it's like seven or eight, right? He gets an extension, and then if he wins ten games, he gets another extension. So like if next year he wins seven or eight, whatever the number is, he gets an extension. But then if like two, you just years, don't want to leave. Then if like two years later, he then wins ten games, he gets another automatic extension written in the contract. They don't want him to leave, and he don't want to leave. No, but the thing is, he can compete. Like, he can compete in the ACC. Sure. So, and it's going to be much easier to get talent and things like that. He'll be able to go into Ohio. Kentucky is pretty decent. It's closer to the East Coast where some players are. Like, yeah. Do you know where Purdue's at? Um, I don't know the state. I want to say Illinois. That's That's my point. It's hard to recruit when nobody know where you at. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I, you gotta go and say, "Oh yeah, Purdue is in this state." Uh, and, and, I know, uh, I know where Purdue. It's is. in Indiana. I, Indiana. Okay, so I knew it was an I. I just didn't know which one. Because yeah, Northwestern and Illinois are in Illinois, and then Indiana and Purdue are in Indiana. That's right. That's, um, you know. Yeah. So okay, what's next? Um, He's like, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I, I don't think you're allowed to do alcohol sponsorships with NIL, but you can do some underground alcohol sponsorships for some bourbon, get some free bourbon as a player and stuff. Come on. Like, Louisville's a much better city. Uh, most of these kids probably not old enough for that. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's that that you got me there. I don't think they can legally do it. That's what I feel like. I don't think they own them. Yep, that's a good point. <laughs> we uh, was just talking about a quarterback leaving Wisconsin. He on his third year. He only twenty. Like, yeah, like that. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you are making very very good points there, Dante. I can't. I cannot be mad at you. <laughs> Um, okay, hold on. I'm sure they probably thought about it too and went, ah, I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I was actually right. I guess 20. I was actually right. No, 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 no. He's 21 now. His birthday okay. was five days ago. Oh, bro, that boy's 20. <laughs> <laughs> His birthday is December 6th. Hey, bro, just oh, wait, no, 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 no. 2000. He's 22. He oh, just okay. turned 22. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Two thousand. 
Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a year. Feet were starting to be born in 2000. <laughs> and whole adults. Um, so. You can buy alcohol like the rest uh, of us. But, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. I would be interested in seeing Graham Mertz with Jeff Brom at Louisville. Oh, God. Yeah, no, no interest? <laughs> no interest? I mean, Aiden O'Connell was a walk-on, dude. Like, he made him a... And see, but that's, that's like, the thing. Did, but that's the like, thing. If, if, if no, I'll, if give you that, I'll give you that. But then now we're going to be like, ooh, Graham Mertz is kind of good because he went to the ACC mm-hmm. with a with a with maybe a quarterback whisperer and yes. a coach. Right? I would love to see it. <laughs> There's no reason for me to hate on Graham Mertz if he's not sucking no more. Like, I don't I don't have no ill will against him. That would be fun. I would love to see him torch Kirk. every time because you know you go I'm you gonna break up his numbers and I'm literally gonna be like ACC. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. I would love to see him put up 350 and three tutties against Clemson. <laughs> tell, me, Clemson, yeah, yeah. Tell, like, tell me the Big Ten's leftovers. Torch in the ACC <laughs> would be fun. Leftovers. You tell me that wouldn't be fun? Like, I'm all in. <laughs> Jeff Brown, make it happen. You know, God, you know and y'all, losing, y'all losing to our whatevers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. That's what happened in the that's what happened in the Big Twelve <laughs> and in the Pac twelve. Literally the whatevers were like, all right, yeah, uh, boom, uh, thirty seven hundred yards, uh, oh, touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, we not going against we not going against Michigan and Ohio State. Bet. <laughs> this is the easiest money I've ever had. Like, like this is the easiest money. They uh, drop, they rising made. up people's draft boards, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because everybody acts like the Big Ten sucks. Uh, oh my What's god. That? I still don't understand that. Why are we trying to act like that's... Hold on, Dante. Dante. I have to read this to you. Michael Penix Jr. Remember I told you he was always injury prone? Yeah. 2018, three games, which is fair because he was like a freshman. Uh 2019, six games. 2020, six games. He was a starter in those Did they play a full season in 2020? No. Okay. But okay. he still was missed. He still missed some games. They played like seven or eight or nine games. He missed a couple. Okay. 2021, five games. Oof. 2022, he played the 12 full games. Season. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. 28, again, you remember he didn't play that many games, but still. 2018, he threw for 219 yards. 2019, he threw for 1,300 yards. 2020, 1,600. 2021, 900. 2022, 4,354 yards, 29 touchdowns. Listen, I'm not playing. Listen, and the four other years that he was a quarterback, he threw for no it's, combined 3,000, huh? It's actually, hold on, hold on, close to, yeah, like a combined 3,000 yards, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. And the entire year, and all his four years as quarterback before this, he threw for exactly 29 touchdowns in four years. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. One plus 10 is 11, plus 14 is 25, plus another four is 29. And one season, he threw for 29 touchdowns. And, all, on, and more than his yards. All Come, on. His, he, Come on. He going to get drafted by somebody. Somebody going to draft his. People, people dead ass was giving him a Heisman vote. I'm telling you right now. I mean, for the season, if you if for a season – I'm that's not mad at it. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a pretty good season. I'm not mad at it. What up? The point that I'm getting at 
it's these Big Ten leftovers. They be, you know, <laughs> they, be, they, be, <laughs> they be getting in some other places. They Y'all be, lose it to our little brothers. They be getting into some other places and they be acting different. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Is it more, so my thing is just like, is it the talent that's surrounding him? It's also a problem too. Yes, <laughs> I mean he played at Indiana, but but that doesn't that doesn't explain the fact why he just stopped getting injured. <laughs> like that's not yeah. He played a full season unless 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 the offensive line is just that much better than Indiana's was. That could be a part of it. That could be a part of it for sure, for sure. All right. Oh man, we thirty more minutes. We was trying to get out of here in an hour. All right, let's man. let's speed through this. Okay, last thing. Ohio State offensive coordinator. Uh, Took a job. Kevin Wilson took a job as Tulsa's head coach. Um, I think we talked about that a little bit too. No, we didn't. That came out. That came out after. Oh. Uh, I was we talking about we Tulsa last week. Then I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think we talked about it because that's not on the show plan. It's that not. Came out, but I, that came I, out like way after. Like that. Oh, then, I, then I really have no clue why we were talking about Tulsa last week, unless that's a different episode. We I'm thinking of. I don't know. Oh my lord. Anyway, anyway, hired uh, the OC hired at Tulsa. So, um, did that happen? No, because that hasn't been out for a week. I don't know why. I do remember talking about Tulsa though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know why we were doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it don't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> they hired him. That's a terrible hire by Tulsa. But thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, but not as much as I want to appreciate it because how did how did they get the ball back? They just scored a touchdown. Oh, Tampa Bay did literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down and they had the ball again. I'm like, what the Tampa hell? Bay, Tampa Bay got seven yards and then punted like, it. Like, <laughs> like that's not that is not how college football that, that's not how the NFL works. Like once you score, you you give the other team the ball. Like I, like I know that's in the rules. <laughs> I, I've watched this my entire life. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so uh, it's not as exciting as hoped it would be because I hoped Ryan Day would give up play calling and go out and get oh, the no. best coordinator in the country, which is oh, Garrett no. Riley, like he did on defense when he got Jim Knowles. He obviously is not doing that. He promoted um, a, an assistant coach who was like really, really highly regarded by players on the team and recruits and Keenan Bailey to tight ends coach so that he uh-huh. didn't lose him because uh, people have been trying to hire him away for the past two years. They haven't announced the offensive coordinator yet, but it's most likely going to be, hopefully if they're smart, it'll be, um, it'll be uh, Justin Fry, uh, previously the offensive coordinator at UCLA. Uh, he's been at Ohio State for less than a year. He's the offensive line coach. He's the only one that has any sort of experience, um, again, being the offensive coordinator at UCLA. So uh, the worst thing that they could do is hire um, is hire Brian Hartline as offensive coordinator because you would just be hiring him as offensive like- coordinator to like pacify him so he doesn't take other jobs. Yeah. I'm not saying that he can't do it. We just haven't seen it. And he's grew up his entire coaching career in this system. So he doesn't have any new ideas. Like, I mean, I mean I'm not calling him stupid or anything. Like he obviously he probably has his own ideas, but like he hasn't experienced other systems, other coaches, other styles, anything like that. So it's just like, I can't say that he deserves that right now. He hasn't been coaching that long. Um, so it hasn't been announced, but it'll probably be Justin Fry if they're smart at all. 
but didn't get what we wanted. Knew it wasn't going to happen, but definitely didn't get what we wanted, which is Ryan Day giving up play calling and hiring somebody from outside. Like, again, Garrett Riley, who just won the uh, Broyles Award for the best uh, assistant coach in college football. Yeah, uh, we all knew. I actually didn't think they were going to um, – that offensive coordinator would get a head job anywhere. But that is good. It is good for Ohio State to get rid of that um, offensive coordinator in some retrospect. I, I wouldn't say it's good. It's more like a. Uh, it looks good. It's like right. we did something. You're right. It's good. <laughs> it's good. But no, again, right. But the thing is, Ryan Day is still calling plays. So in a way, yeah, it's good. But it's almost like a like we did something to, to kind of still mask the bigger problem, which is Ryan Day still calling plays, and he. I don't know. He's doing that thing where he, he seems like he wants to choke away games or wants to just give away games where he, they don't really need to give away. They changed their changed their game plan randomly. I don't get it. Spit like like I don't know. I don't know. So it it's a good thing, of course. But uh, if Ryan Day still calling plays, it's certain games you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna be worried what the offense looks like next year. Uh, unless unless Jim leaves, then no one cares. I mean, I'm yeah, like you say, <laughs> if, Jim, if Jim leaves, no one cares because it, it won't even matter. You're still going to win that game, yeah, like win you, every game. You say certain games, it's like yeah, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, <laughs> but that obviously matters. I talk about that all the time. Like I'm not yeah. doing that at all because like I don't compare uh, a good job to how bad you beat Maryland. Like it's about what you do against Georgia, which we'll be talking about next week. So, um, yay. um yeah so it's still good because he was old and no one really knew what he did at his job and he sucked he didn't recruit and like at a bare minimum even if the offense doesn't change at all which is going to change a little bit if you have a different guy like that's in control of some things he doesn't call plays but the offensive story coordinator still does have a job and some influence there's the the, the terminology might change a little bit like there's going to be difference in like technique and things that he likes he could like again ryan day's calling plays but he could bring a different run game like he's going to have a like he's there's going to be some you'll have an impact we'll know nothing about it but I mean, you'll probably see it. Probably we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll like, see it. Right. Like people who watch them a lot the last couple yeah. of years, you should, you'll probably notice a difference. And you'll so, see a little change in things. But, but like, it's still obviously, ultimately, to your point, though, it is still Ryan Day's offense. It is still him calling plays. Unless he announces that he won't, I just don't believe that he won't. I doubt that. Um, I doubt that. Yeah. If you're not going to hire somebody, if you're, if you're hiring from within, you're not giving up play calling. I mean, so, okay. To, to disagree, not because I think he will do it, but just to disagree slightly, he's hiring from within, but not really because the guy hasn't been here for a full year. And he was previously an offensive coordinator, like literally last year. So the plan could have been to hire him and have him as a replacement anyway. Like it could have been a deal because technically like he moved up an institution, but mm-hmm. he moved down in responsibility because he's not the, the, so it's like, it's inside, but it's not like in his, it's not in Ryan Day's coaching tree. Like, oh, no, no, I give, okay, that's so fine. That's I, like, but my thing is, it's still, it's still within house. And I have never seen a coach, a head coach hire or uh, uh, upgrade somebody within house. And, and that was already had a lot of power, give up a little bit of power. Yeah, so I agree. 
That's not, I'm just saying it's not, you know, but also it could be exactly what you're saying because they could choose Brian Hartline instead. So we won't know until it happens. Yeah. Um, but either way, at bare minimum, uh, recruiting is going to be better and the tight end should get better because that guy was ass. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, poor Tulsa. I, I hope Tulsa doesn't slump. They are. <laughs> wow, they are. Why was he talking? About? Let me get off of that. Just, I mean, he was a decent coach at Indiana. The the problem yeah. is he was bad to his players, uh, and he got like player abuse like allegations, and they made him step down. So, oh my god. <laughs> oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on, bro. This is not even just a this is not even just a Tampa Bay thing. Is Brock Purdy like that? That's what I was saying. That's what I was about to say. Like, is 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 Purdy is Brock Purdy like him? Because he made a couple plays since we've been watching where it's like Right, that throw was beautiful. I don't know what the flag is, but that throw was beautiful. I don't know. This like he might did you see the one where he rolled out and he dropped immediately? He did the and and, and missed and made the dude miss like Yeah, bro. No, this is a beautiful ball, bro. It's back shorter and he didn't even have to do that. Christian McCaffrey, if he kept running. Purdy wouldn't have to throw it back shoulder. I mean, Annie Annie stuck in there and took a hit. Oh, it's probably oh. rough for the passer. Oh, boo. It was probably rough in the passer, so it's still a touchdown. Uh, it's still a touchdown, but it shouldn't have been called. That flag shouldn't have been thrown I mean, at it all. didn't matter. I mean, yeah, but sometimes it's just certain, certain stuff. Just It's like, you could have kept it. That was a rough in the passer for today's rules. Obviously. Dude hit him low, and the other dude hit him high. Like, Bruh, I'm telling you. Getting shut out twenty one nothing in the first half to Mister Irrelevant because that man was the last pick in the draft last year. That's hilarious. Okay, so <laughs> we're way over time, so let's take a break and then we can get into these awards. Um, so we'll be right back. We're going to take a break for the ads. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Langer Holy Lands I seven Football Show. Um, Dante, what the hell do we be talking about? How are we? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know because we, we need to stop watching games while we're doing. We, this. we didn't even talk. Oh, that is that a, oh, that's not a touchdown? That's not a touchdown. It's a touchdown. It is a touchdown. He fumbled it a little bit. Oh, but he fumbled it after the goal line. So yeah, that's a touchdown. As soon as the ball crosses the plane, I don't even know why we're looking at this because like, the NFL sucks. So, oh, did they take it off? They took it off. Get out of here. <laughs> we haven't talked about this game that much. We've been talking about other things. It's, it's, yeah, but what? Well, rem- uh, the one thing we did talk about, well, I talked about, was Russell Wilson, which is still yeah, part of the game. Yeah, you're, so. right, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay, so let's get. How is that not a catch? What am I looking at here? Let's let's get. In, um, oh no, because he started fumbling it before the goal line, and then oh. he it. now he has possession one foot. Oh, oh. No, that's, I would still give him the catch actually because he had possession in his last foot hit, but that's why because he started. Oh, okay, that's like actually a great defensive play there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah, y'all probably don't care because y'all may not be watching this game. So we'll be probably watching it now. I'm gonna be like, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so national awards. Let's get into the awards. We'll finish out with some awards. So, um. There's a couple guys who won some awards. One guy won two awards, which is great, but he shouldn't have because he's the wrong person, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, I'm not hating. It just is what it is. Outland Trophy, 
which is given to the best interior lineman, mm-hmm. went to Olu Oluwutomu from Michigan. He also won the Remington Award, which is given to the best center. Um, hell of a pickup by Michigan in the transfer portal. Just yeah. great. Like, you know, good good job. Like, that is how you use the transfer <laughs> portal. You don't need to grab all these players and do all these things. That almost never works Michigan State. But when you can key in on an individual or a couple individual people who can be impact players, that's major. He was at Virginia, I believe, and he just significantly raised his draft stock, won two awards, Michigan won the Big Ten. Great fit. Good for him. He's about to go to the league. Yeah. Um, the Dick Buckus Award, Jack Campbell, Iowa, he shouldn't have okay. won this award. Mm. And i tell you why he shouldn't have won this award. Okay. Because it should have went to Tommy Eichenberg. And before you say anything, because I know you're going to, before you say anything, before you say, oh, it's an Ohio State bias, it's this, that, and the third, I'm going to give you the stats. I'm going to give you the stats because I I understand why it's easy for people to say I'm being biased. What I'm going to say happened is that they don't watch at all games and they knew his name coming in, and he had a good enough season to like earn the award, so they just didn't pay attention to who actually was better. So okay. this is what we're gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna run down, I'm gonna run down the stats really quickly. Tommy uh, uh Jack Campbell had 117 tackles total. He had 53 solo, 64 assisted. This is big because season. he had more assisted tackles and solo tackles, okay? Zero sacks. He averaged 9.8 a game. Tommy Eichenberg had 112 sack tackles. It's five less. He had 72 solo tackles. 19 more solo tackles, 40 mm-hmm. assisted tackles, and he had two and a half sacks. So five less total tackles, but 19 more solo tackles and two and a half more sacks. All right, hold on. Not done yet. Not done. Tackles for loss. All right. That's another important thing. Tommy Eichenberg had 12 tackles for loss. Jack Campbell. Oh, they gave it to him. Jack Campbell. Hold on. Jack Campbell. I can't even tell you how many tackles for loss he had, because but I can tell you he's not in the top 25 in the Big Ten. The, the stats only show me the top 25. He's not in mm. the top 25. The player that's at number 25 had seven and a half tackles for loss. Hmm. So, Tommy. Because I will, now, I, I didn't, I don't know how often Iowa blitz is. It doesn't matter. I know, I give you that. No, and you, it doesn't. So, yeah, seven and a half. Okay. So, um, Tommy Eigenberg had 12 tackles for loss. Um, Jack Campbell had less than seven and a half. Can't tell you the exact number, but it was less than seven and a half. That's a pretty big difference. I already told you he had zero sacks. Tommy Eichenberg had two sacks. All right. Um, and then interceptions. Let's see if they show them because they're linebackers, so they may not show them. I think they both had one or two interceptions, but I know Tommy Eichenberg's interception went for a touchdown. Oh. So. Um, would you like to tell me in your estimation how they picked that? Uh, those are all the uh, linebacker stats. Oh, and Ohio State went eleven and one, and they and their defense was much improved 
over last year, largely because of Tommy Eichenberg's improvement, where Iowa's defense was the same as last year's, maybe a little bit worse, but still really, really good. Not saying it's not, but their team got significantly worse. So tell me. that Now, now, now. I can't hold Iowa's team getting worse against Jack Campbell that's in that fine. defense because, again, that's that, that we all knew that because that offense stunk. So we all knew that was going to happen regardless. I think they even knew that was going to happen. Um, other than that, I just gave you all the stats, and I, at and we know they shouldn't, but we do know team success goes into these awards. They the do, other team they is do. more successful. So I'll give you that. Now, okay, it could also, be you it could be. I, I watched both. It could be a thing of like recency bias because we did watch Ohio State all a defense get mollywopped. But we watched Iowa lose multiple games. We did. I don't think they ever got mollywopped though. But here's my thing: if that's the case, none of those people should be voting for the award because it's not about because again, it's a one player award. No, no, you're wrong. I mean, you're I, right. You're you're right. right. You're right. So it's like. My my yeah, he, was, um, he was part of that defense that you ran on. I, I mean, saw him. In, I, I saw him get ran right by. Okay, but <laughs> Iowa put Iowa gave up sixty points to Ohio State, or fifty points to Ohio State. They had their bad games too. Michigan Molly whopped them too. Like they you did. can't say that. Like they did. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't. Then I'll tell you. I know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Because the same, whether he deserves it or not, the same thing is going to happen to Tommy Eichenberg. If he comes back next year, he's probably not. What's going to happen? He better not. Jack Campbell had a year last year, and they knew his name. And nobody mm-hmm. knows shit about defense. They don't know anything about linebackers. They don't know how to tell who's good and who's not. And supposedly they can't read stats because the stats are absolutely Tommy Eichenberg is higher in every single stat except total tackles, but solo tackles are the ones that matter. Like, yeah. really, like, the one by yourself, okay. especially as a linebacker, solo tackle is the one that mattered. He had 19 oh. more. That is significant. So, And I want to I want to make sure I say this because you said, like, they don't know which tight ends are good or not. Jack Campbell's a good uh, uh, yes, linebacker. Yes, yes. Jack Campbell's a great linebacker. But, but he's, he's going to make somebody's – yeah, he's going to make somebody's defense great. But, but when great they're, but they're both they, – this year they both had great seasons. So mm-hmm. when you're trying to tell the difference between the two and you don't know the difference and you can't tell, you're going to go to the one whose name you knew. Yeah, that's wrong. And here's the thing: Jack Campbell got first team All American. He got first. He got first team All Big Ten. He won the Big Ten Linebacker of the Year award. He won the Big Ten Defensive Year of the award, and he won the National mm-hmm. Linebacker Year of the award. And they all oh, should have gone to Tommy Eichenberg because he was the better player. All I mean, season, yeah, I, 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 all season <laughs> he played as the best linebacker in the country. All season. He had the biggest impact for his team, his defense. Like, because in the NFL, things like that matter. If your entire defense makes an improvement because of you, because you improved, that 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 didn't count as well. Yeah. Didn't get nothing. I just it, I just feel bad because I'm not saying like because I it just sounds bad because I feel like Jack still did earn these awards. I'm not saying you're not if wrong. Tommy about, uh, Eichenberg I'm, not, I'm saying I'm not I'm not saying Tommy's Tommy didn't earn it as well. <clears throat> 
I, and, but it's the, just hard. It's but hard. See, it's not. It's not hard because what's happening is people do this thing where, like, when you compare players or something, it's like you're automatically saying someone was bad. And I'm not saying he's bad. He had a hell of a season. He had a good season last year. He had a good season this year. He's going to be a great NFL player. Well, relative, because him and Tommy are going to have the same problem. Neither one of them are amazing in pass coverage. So, but like when it comes to stopping the run and like no, that kind of, some of that kind of stuff. But that's the thing. But I think they're it, both depending on the team he goes to, because like. Just nine times out of ten, if they whoever picks them up probably needs rush defensive help. Yeah. They're gonna, they're both going to be in careers. Like I'm not saying that Jack. If he goes to the Steelers or the Browns, both of them, they could go to the Steelers or Browns and help their rush defense tremendously. Yeah. Yep. So like I'm not saying Jack Campbell wasn't a good selection. I'm just saying there was clearly someone better in every statistical category on the better team, the team that's making the playoffs, and. It, they just gave the award to the person who named it. I think that's dumb. So whatever, like, and I played linebacker, so I actually have I have a very interesting. I have a very like strong opinion on like your you shouldn't have more assisted tackles and solo tackles as a middle linebacker. Um, and like I, that's my, as a former linebacker, that's my opinion. I know a lot of people okay. voting on this don't care about that, but as a middle I, linebacker, I would... the, like middle linebacker is supposed to be the number one tackler on your team. You shouldn't like as you should not have okay. more, especially significantly more assisted tackles and so. I look at it this way: when you have a lot of assisted tackles, that you're just you're uh you're in a lot of plays, so you're you're still you're like you're you're all over the field. That's how I look at assisted tackles. But again, I play strong safety, so that's pretty much middle linebacker further back. So I I that's how I look at assisted tackles. When there, one like, person had seventy two solo tackles and forty yeah. assisted, and the other had sixty four assisted and fifty three solo, that's a difference. Like when you're comparing like two players, like those types of things should matter. Like this guy did it on his own. Like he like Tommy Eichenberg was like top ten in the country, in the entire country in solo tackles. I'm just saying the stats back it up, the play backed it up. You watch it on film, it backed it up. But whatever, Jack Campbell, good player, good guy. Well, I don't know. He played for Iowa. He's probably not a good guy. He's probably racist. But um, <laughs> you know, I don't know about all that, man. You know, you gotta you gotta play where you can get get, get play for free from there too. Oh man, you gotta play where you can get stuff for free, my guy. <laughs> he probably got in-state tuition and got a, a scholarship for a few years. Yeah, I'm going to Iowa myself. Like, <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> okay, Ray Guy Award. Uh, Adam Corsack Rutgers. That Ray Guy's for punters. Okay. Campbell Trophy is something with academics and be, like being smart and being a good athlete. I don't know. He got his own that. trophy. Cool. I don't know how the hell you get that, but um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jack Campbell got the Campbell Award, so cool. Um, okay, so also wanted to go over All Americans. Um, this is only first team All Americans because I couldn't find like something that gave me like one place that gave me all the other All Americans. So like, yeah, there's gonna be like second team All Americans and this and that. These are all the people who so far have been voted for first team All American in the Big Ten. Just wanted uh. From the Big Ten, just wanted to give them some, you know, credit. So, Blake Quorum has been voted first team All of American by the Football Writers Association, the Walter Camp Foundation, CBS, and the Athletic. 
Marvin Harrison Jr., same for first team All-American. Um, both of them have a chance to be. So with All-American, there's there's a bunch of people who do All-American, but there's five who, mm. who matter, who count toward like the five biggest ones, and they count towards getting consensus or unanimous. Consensus All-American is three of the five. And then unanimous is all five. So Blake Corum and Marvin Harrison Jr. are probably going to get unanimous All-American. They're absolutely going to be consensus, though, because they already have two of the five. Um, let's see. Paris Johnson Jr., um, first-team All-American by uh, football writer and uh, Walter Camp. He also is probably going to be consensus. Maybe not unanimous, but consensus. Dewan Jones from Ohio State got it from CBS, but not the two big ones. Uh, Olu Oluotini from Michigan got it from the two big ones. Again, he's definitely going to be consensus, yeah. maybe unanimous. John Michael Smits from Minnesota got it from Football Writers of America and CBS. He may not be consensus, but he did get it from one of the big ones. Peter Skranaki. Football writers, uh, Walter Camp, CBS, and Athletic, another guy that has a chance to be consensus or unanimous. So offensive line, pretty good for the Big Ten again this year. Um, no Big Ten players on the defensive line. That's not surprising. We talked about that last week. This was not yeah. a good year for defensive linemen um, no. in the Big Ten. Like the, There was a lot – way big, too many running backs were getting big yards. And yeah. Not a lot of sacks was happening. No, year. like the, the, the defensive lineman of the year award went to a guy that had seven and a half sacks. Ugh. So, really? Yes. wasn't great. Uh, linebacker. I'm saying, ugh, really? Like that's not impressive, but still, it's not. It's not. It's what, not in in. It, it's uh, not to regular people. It is, but like to it, college college football, it's really. But also really not, not for what the the past winners of that award have done. True. Right? Like you. Aiden Hutchinson, like eleven or twelve. Yeah, eleven, so, I think like yeah. sixteen. Joey and Nick Bosa have won it. George Karloftis, I think, won. Like everyone's been over ten sacks. That yeah. won that. That's won that award recently. Um, and then and and on top of that. There have been people who lost the awards who also had 10, 11, 9 and a half. That right, right, right. This was just a down year. Linebacker Jack, Jack Campbell, um, again, another guy who's going to be either consensus, has a chance to be unanimous. Again, oh, it shouldn't have been him, should have been Jack, should have been Eichenberg. Uh, <laughs> Everything that Jack Campbell got except the Campbell Trophy, because again, I don't know what the hell that is. It has something to do with athletics and academics. All the mm. awards that Jack Campbell got should have went to Tommy Eichenberg, because if you think Jack Campbell's the best linebacker in the country, but he's not the best linebacker in the Big Ten. The linebacker that's better than him should have won all those awards. Yes? Yes. Okay, thanks. Glad we agree. Um, <laughs> and then uh -oh. uh, for defensive back, uh, Kayvon Merriweather from Iowa got it from CBS. He didn't get it from any of the big ones. Um, and Devin Witherspoon from Indiana, dog, uh, he got it from – Football writers uh, and Walter Camp, another guy that's most likely going to be consensus, but has a chance to be unanimous. There, like it seems like all, almost all of the guys who got it from the Big Ten have a chance to be consensus or unanimous, except like one or two. The Big Ten had a really good year. Also, on all of these, the Big Ten has the most All Americans. That's what I was saying. That's what I thought. Like, yeah, like they've had, they led in, in the most All-Americans on all of the ones that have been released so far. There are still three more that need to be released. So we'll probably update this next week because at next week we should hopefully have who's consensus and who is um, unanimous if anyone gets unanimous. So um, good for them. And then for punter, um, 
Bryce Beringer from Michigan State got it from Walter Camp, and Troy Taylor from Iowa got it from Football Writers of America. Um, and then for return specialist, Jalen Lucas from Indiana got it from Walter Camp. So a lot of guys spread out on these awards. Um, a lot of All-Americans. It was a big year in the Big Ten, and so this just goes to our personal, like, you know, request that people start respecting the Big Ten, right? Like, I understand, like, and we talked about it. Like, part of the thing is the Big Ten has to win a national championship, right? They have to win a couple more. And I think they will in the next couple of years with the with the additions and with Nick Saban eventually going to retire because he's going to have to. Granted, Georgia's still going to be there, and Kirby's trying to make himself the next Nick Saban. But I think we won't go on as long of a drought. So I think that's going to help the perception of the league. But, like, except for winning national championships, which we haven't been doing, the Big Ten is one and two in everything with the SEC. Like, just about. They're up there. So, yeah. Um, I, I, they got a good chance to win the uh, national championship this year, too. Yeah, so. I mean, they have two teams. So, <laughs> you know. Um, so, okay. So, Big Ten awards. The uh, Defensive Player of the Year went to Jack Campbell at Iowa. The Defensive Lineman of the Year went to Mike Morris at Michigan. Again, he had seven and a half sacks. The Buckus Fitzgerald Linebacker Award, Jack Campbell. Defensive Back of the Year went to Devin Witherspoon of Illinois. Hmm. Um, and then the Offensive Player of the Year was C.J. Stroud. The Quarterback of the Year was C.J. Stroud. Running Back of the Year was Blake Corum. Wide Receiver was Marvin Harrison Jr. You want to know something interesting? Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the first Ohio State wide receiver to ever win the Big Ten Wide Receiver of the Year award. You know, I, it does seem surprising, but when I think about it, like last year, y'all had great receivers, and then the dude from Michigan State and Purdue also had great years. I, the Big Ten can produce some great wide receiver talent. I mean, almost if you look at the top ten wide receivers in the league, half of them are from the Big Ten. Yeah, like they 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 produce some. Oh, Debo might be done for the season, but they produce uh, some uh, some great talent. So while it is shocking, I'm not that surprised when I yeah. start to think about it. And the, the the other thing that happens, you have to think about is like. Um, and then half the time, Ohio State receivers are competing with themselves. That's exactly what I was going to say. The yeah. half time, they don't have the um, the amazing stats and things like that because they are competing against themselves where other wide receivers are getting 12, 13, 1400 yards. We're getting, you know, like this is the Just, uh, this year and last year, we had two wide receivers with back to back a thousand yard seasons, which doesn't happen often. But before right. that, we would have a guy with like 950, another guy with eight. They still had good seasons, but you have another guy who put up 1500 yards. Right. Only wide receiver on the team. Like the last couple guys who've won were David Bell from Purdue, Ty Fry yep. Ogle from Indiana, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Uh, Rondell Moore from Purdue, DJ Moore from Maryland, um, Allen Robinson from Penn State won it twice. Uh, we all know that name. He was yep. the receiver in the Big Ten for a while. So, yeah, it just – they kind of have taken away from each other. I just thought that's an interesting fact because, like, it's Ohio State. You think they kind of, like, run these kind of things. But it's like, no, like, we haven't. Like, despite – I mean, we have two wide receivers who are and who are one and two in the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year race. Right, right. Both of them are going to do something that rookies almost never do, which is have a thousand yard seasons. They're both going to have a thousand yard seasons like this week or next. Like they're going to be well over a thousand. Like I think one is already at nine something and the other's at eight something, and there's five games left. 
And Chris Olave has missed a couple of games and is already going to have a thousand. So, yeah, but those guys did not <laughs> like they didn't they didn't win. So um, that that speaks to the uh, that speaks the, to the talent in the big team. Yep. Really, Chris Olave at this point has sixty receptions for eight hundred eighty seven yards. And when does this include today? Devontae no. Smith's a rookie, right? No, this is second. Second. This is second year. Mm-hmm. This would be his second year. It wouldn't be his third. But if this no, is, it is his third. He wasn't drafted mm, last year. Yeah, no, 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 no. Devontae Smith is definitely only uh only a sophomore if it's not his rookie year. Devontae he, Smith is from Alabama. He wasn't drafted last year. He wasn't on Alabama's. He wasn't on Alabama's. Um, he wasn't on Alabama's team last year. Right, because last year would have been his rookie season. So, of course, he wouldn't have been on Alabama last year because last year would have been his rookie season, which I think so. Yeah, this is his second season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. probably right. That sounds yeah, about right. I, I, like, I, I know it's not his third. He ain't been in there that long. We ain't moving that fast. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I swear to God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got. Now I'm about to look this up. I yeah, think he and, got drafted last year. and so Chris Olave hasn't played yet. This he didn't. He's either on a bye week or his or he's the light the the late night game. So he has 880. The Saints play tonight. Okay, so he has 887 yards and he still has five games left in the season. So well over a thousand. Garrett yeah. Wilson has already played today. He did play today, so he has four games left. He has sixty-three receptions for eight hundred sixty-eight yards and four touchdowns. So, I, I no, so you're right. Chris Olave only has four games left. This is a bye week for them. Okay, okay. So yep. in twelve games, they essentially have the same stats: sixty-three mm-hmm. for eight sixty-eight and four touchdowns uh, for Garrett Wilson. And Alave has 60 for 887 and three touchdowns. They're leading the Offensive Rookie of the Year race. And you know who else was in that race, at least for a little bit? Kenneth Walker. The Big Ten. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. And I, Chris Alave probably have a little bit more. He did, they've he missed had, a couple games. He's missed a couple games, and they have had quarterback, quarterback uh, yeah. problems because everybody just gets hurt like every and other that's, week. That's the other thing that makes that impressive. Like they're catching passes from Andy Dalton and Zach Wilson and who Mike White. Andy Dalton's James good QB, Winston. man. James Winston be throwing picks, but so, Andy Dalton's still a good QB. Yeah. So, okay, Not really stinks though. Yeah. Okay, so tight end of the, of the year award went to Sam Laporta from Iowa. Offensive lineman of the year went to Peter Skranaki from Northwestern. Really? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I would. I really thought that was going to be a uh, Illinois. Offensive lineman? Yeah. Uh, none of their offensive linemen were on the first all-American all, t- all American team. Jersey. I know I get that, which is surprising to me. That's, that's I'm just they, yeah, they yeah. had one of the great Russian attacks this year. I don't think they gave up many sacks. I That's the only reason why I think about that. Yeah. But, it was either going to yeah. be him or, or – um, it was either going to be him, it was going to be Paris Johnson from Ohio State, Thompson. or it was going to be Olu uh, Fashino, I believe yeah. is his name, from Penn State. So, um, a kicker of the year was uh, Jake Moody, and punter of the year was Bryce Barringer. Uh, return specialist was Jalen Lucas, Indiana. Freshman of the year was Penn State, Nick Singleton. You were right okay. about coach of the year with Jim Harbaugh. Um and then there was just a couple of like non-field awards that went to yeah. a couple of guys. So 
I don't really disagree with most of those. The, the one I really disagree with is the linebacker one, and I've already went over that. Um, it seems like you may disagree with the offensive lineman one, but um, I don't think that there was a singular great player on Illinois' offensive line. I just think they were a good unit. Just good. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I even say Michigan as well, though. Like I, I feel like there. I, I, if I were to look at names, there might be, but I think Michigan had somebody that probably could have took that spot. But I guess since you are talking about singular player and not just the unit, and Michigan's offensive lineman won two national awards, so like you wouldn't have been wrong to give it to him. But yeah. Peter Skarnacki also is on all, like consensus All American. They're both good, essentially. He, he and I've seen that name show up for all uh, lineman stuff before. Yeah, and a part of the Skarnacki thing is also like the Jack Campbell thing. Was yeah. he absolutely the best singular player, or do they just not know how to grade offensive linemen? And you already knew his name. Yeah, it might so be. Again, I, I, I don't because I'm just sorry. I'm just saying like he he could have been individually great, but again, like, your team won one game. Yeah. You had to contribute to that in some form of fashion to your team being that bad. Even if you're great, you still contribute in some form of fashion to the team being terrible. Yeah, I, I I'm. This is what I'm saying. I wouldn't have given it to him, but I'm not giving nobody an award from a team that's one in something. I would. That, that's. That's just how I look at it. I wouldn't because now it's gonna be like because if I'm Peter, I'm gonna be like y'all suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gave it to Paris Johnson Jr. or Olu Oluwafatimi. Uh, that's me. So I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but um, I think like, if you I, wanted I, to be different, if you wanted to be different and not give it to uh, what's the name, then I would have did Paris. Yeah, since I, you wanted to be different so badly. Right. I, I do think again. I do think it was the kind of like um, they knew him from last yeah. year. It was kind of like a legacy award, which unfortunately happens a little bit too much. Um, yeah. So. But what's like I'm saying, like I genuinely like I think I I, I personally want him to come back, but I hope he doesn't because that almost never works. But like if if Tommy Eichenberg comes back and has a similar year next year, he's gonna win all these awards. He's gonna win the award, but even don't, if he doesn't don't deserve it, even if he doesn't deserve it, be, because they know his name now. It's yeah. like cause Jack Campbell broke out last year, so it's just kind of like a legacy thing. So I'm gonna run down this really quickly. I'm only gonna do first and second team, and then we'll do our pit stops and get out of here. Where are we at? Yeah, we'll still get under an hour and a half, so that's still good. First and second team, all Big Ten. Um, quarterback, CJ was first. Um, Tulua and Aiden tied for second team. By the way, there are two teams, right? It's coaches and it's media. I'm picking mm. the coaches because they know better. I don't give a fuck about that. The media sucks. I mean, probably, yeah, coach, the media you know, is The thing worse. with coach voting they, is sometimes mm-hmm. they're not great because they don't care about it because they, they uh, have other things to do. They have other things to do. But they're better evaluators than the media. I give you. Okay, so, fair enough. In general. Although they still got the, the defense wrong, so fuck them. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I'm in the right spot. Let me make sure I'm in the right spot. Coaches. Okay, so running back. This one's interesting. Running back. Blake Corman, Muhammad Ibrahim. You know who wasn't there? Chase Brown. I was about to do, yeah. That's hard. Do you agree with it? Mm. That's hard. They both. They, it's all, a hard, it's all, all three, three of them. I would have to say Chase over Mo because I think Mo missed more games. 
Yeah, that's that's if I'm not mistaken. I know Mo missed at least one game, and I I don't think Chase Brown missed a game. And then Blake Corona missed the last the last two games. It was just yeah, game and a half. He started game and a half. started that game. But yeah. Man, he had one play and was gone. He missed that game. No, no, no. <laughs> so he started the first game and played close to halftime, and then he missed the second game. So he missed one and a half games. Mm. That's what I'm saying. He didn't play in the national championship game. They haven't played that yet. No, I'm. I meant the Big, Big Ten. He didn't. He didn't play in the Big Ten. Yeah, but he neither only... did, neither did Mo Ibrahim or Chase Brown. We're talking about the regular season, and of the twelve games that all of them played, he missed one and a half. One and a half, and then I think Mo missed two. Yeah, somewhere two like and that. a half. Yeah. Like that. okay. That's the only reason why I would say Chase. I would take Chase over Mo is because Chase. I think Chase played an entire season. Yeah. So um, Chase Brown. But that is tough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Chase Brown and Braylon Allen were second team. First team wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Charlie Jones. Jaden Reed from Michigan State was second. And Emeka okay. from Ohio State was second. Um, okay. Center, uh, there was a tie between Olu Olufatimi Olu, Olu, Olu uh, and John Michael Smith from Minnesota. And then to your point about Illinois, Illinois center was second team. All, all Big Ten. Okay. The guards were both from Michigan, which is interesting. No, so the first yeah, team, really? the first team, no, hold that's on. where they ran. That's where they ran the ball for real. Yeah, so that's surprising. The first team guards were both from Michigan. Mm-hmm. The second team guards were both from Ohio State. <laughs> the third team guards were both from Minnesota. Like what? They probably could. If there was a fourth team, it'd be uh, the fourth team would be Illinois. Like, I, I promise you. Like what are we doing here? <laughs> like that doesn't like, surprise me at all because both Michigan and Ohio State run the ball right up the middle most of the time. Yeah, like especially that's, Michigan. That's hilarious. So guards, <laughs> like y'all not gonna recognize their name, but I'll say them anyway out of respect. Uh, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, first team. Donovan Jackson, Matt Jones, second team. Chuck. Filaga and Axel Rushmeyer, uh, third team. Um, Those are awesome football names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, tackles Peter Skranaki uh, and Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, second team tackle was Ryan Hayes from Michigan and Olu Fashino from Penn State. Uh, Michigan's entire offensive line was on here between first, second, and third team. And Ohio State's entire offensive line except for the center. The center was on All-American team. Uh, okay. Honorable mention. So if you include honorable mention, Ohio State's all entire offensive line was on here. First, second, and third team, Michigan's entire offensive line was on here, right? One, two, three, four. Oh, no, no. Michigan's missing a guy, too. One, two, three, four. Um, but is he? he's probably – so Michigan and Ohio State, between all honorable mention, all four teams got all of their guys on here. And then tight end, Sam Laporta from Iowa was first. Peyton Durham from Purdue was second. Um, going on, uh, there's, like you said, there's really not much we disagree with that. A little bit on running backs. That one was really hard. But That yeah. was hard. That's, hard. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Absolutely. Yeah, all three. You almost could even know. I mean, for those three years, tough. And then you could throw in a fourth because um, – what's his name from Ohio State? What position? Running back. Oh, so the thing with Ohio State is they missed too many games. You're talking about uh, Williams, but he missed like three, 
game. Something he like did. That. He did. He so, did. You're I right. Oh, he got he threw his first pick. He got third team. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So going to defense as we wrap up. The first team defensive line was Jerzan Newton from Illinois, Mike Morris and Mozzie Smith from Michigan, JT Tuomalau from Ohio State. The second team offensive line was Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, Garrett Nelson, Nebraska, Zach Harrison, Ohio State, and PJ Mustafer from Penn State. Um, linebackers were Jack Campbell, Nick Herbog, and Tommy Eichenberg. Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State. And then uh, second team was Seth Benson, Jr., Colson, and Cal Holiday from Iowa, Michigan, and Michigan State. Defensive back, Sidney Brown and Devin Witherspoon, both from Illinois. Illinois had an amazing secondary. Riley yes, Moss from Iowa. And then Joey Porter, Jr., from Penn State. Second team was Cooper DeJean, DJ Turner, Tyler Newbin, and John Torchio from Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, respectively. Um, I don't think we have any arguments there. Um, I think that no. they did pretty solid on defense. Yeah, I'm glad that they good. got both of the Illinois guys in there because they definitely deserved it. Yeah, no, they, that, that, that secondary was, was really good. So It was really good this past year. Yeah, I'm not not mad at that. Big, a big, one of the big reasons. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Wait, how did he get the ball back? I thought they intercepted it. Every time I look, it was a flag. It was a flag. It was a flag. Somebody, somebody. Every time I look down and look back up, the 49ers have the ball and they're scoring another touchdown. What the? Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what. That's what I was like. Oh my lord! Like it's. I know. Your oh my lord made me look up, and (laughs) you're Brock Purdy's putting you in a blender, bro. A blender, bro. He got two. He got two TDs and a Russian one. That's crazy. (laughs) In the first half, we gotta be real quick. We gotta be real quick. Is this? Do you like if he does this the rest of the year? How do you make the decision between uh, Trey Lance and him? Oh, between Jimmy Garoppolo, who played well all year, and the team loves him, Trey Lance, who you traded all of your picks for, and your Mister Irrelevant, who you can pay absolutely nothing for like nothing. four years mm-hmm. to build the rest of your team. What you do because um, the smart thing to do if if Purdy does play this well for the rest of the year, and even maybe even win you a Super Bowl, you go with Purdy. Because you don't have to pay him, and you could pay other players to stay, like so Bosa. You trade both or, of them. Yeah. Oh, that the draft you already won. Well, you gotta you gotta keep one, but you were definitely already gonna trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, can so you keep one because you have to get something back from all the stuff that you wasted. You could get you could get something for Trey Lance. Right. Somebody needs but, a quarterback, but you can't keep Jimmy. Somebody's gonna want him, and Jimmy's not gonna sit on your bench. So you have to trade. Why would he? He already was going to do that regardless. Yeah, because he was fine doing his, that right now. Because his contract's up this year. Actually, that's right. His contract's up. Oh well, then all right. Well, then now so you he, ain't got no. So he he's probably going to go. He's going to go. Did you trade Trey Lance? I would you recoup some things because again, I don't think Trey Lance was playing that well anyway. I don't think Trey Lance was scoring three touchdowns in the first half. Uh, it's interesting. Now, now Trey Lance only played what three games before getting hurt, something oh like God. that. It's, and I think they were one in they were they were one and two. I, um, it's an interesting decision. It is it is an interesting decision. I wasn't that high on Trey Lance to begin with. So there's also that. I would accept him for not a first round pick on the Colts. So at least give us an option. Because he's talented. So second, third round? Yeah. Third third and fourth, something like that. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that for sure in a, in a heartbeat. I don't know if he's going to be the guy, but at least you get a guy with talent who's young and you give him a chance. 
But I, now here's the thing. Now with the Colts, but but the thing with the Colts is, is do you really want to do that if you got a chance to actually draft high? Get them both. And you already. Oh, okay. Competition. All right, fair enough. You haven't had nobody. You get the one with the first round pick, and then you get the other with the second or third round pick, whatever it is, or two or, or something, and you bring them right. in and you let them fight for the job. They're not going to do that because they would never do that with the first round pick. But like, mm-hmm. which they should be doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why we aren't making first round picks try. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Sure. My my pit stop is is uh, my pit stop is quick. I I'm a di- like I, I I admit it. Like hi, my name is Jordan. I'm addicted <laughs> to college football. You all say hi, Jordan. Yeah, like you know. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, not having college football on Saturday was weird. <laughs> like I was hanging out with I was hanging out with my girl, and I was like, "Oh, what do you want to watch?" And she looked at me. <laughs> she looked at me. She was like, "I don't know how to answer that question." <laughs> I'm used to Saturdays being all football, and I'm like, "Me too." <laughs> like, I, I answered the I answered the phone call. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And it was, she was like, "Oh, I I just realized it's Saturday. I'm not supposed to call you." I was like, "Oh, ain't nothing going on." <laughs> like, ain't no games on today. She was like, "Oh." uh, I don't know what to say here. <laughs> yeah. So um, adjusting the life, it's like it's like the withdrawals are starting to kick in, and I, like we still have like one good like three week span left once the bowl game. Yeah. But bowl games don't start until next Friday, the sixteenth. And they're and they're and it's like three or four within then, the days. So. Yeah, <laughs> so they kind of go by fast. All of them because of work and things like that. But like you essentially yeah. a month. It's like from one more month, like uh, December sixteenth to January fourteenth. Actually, I think the national championship is on. The ninth this year, so you get a month ish, something like that. That's um, just about. Yes, you know. Uh, so like, what, 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 it's it's. I don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> um, I have my Saturdays back. Uh, like, what do, what do I like? Like, this is always the point yeah. time where I'm like, I guess I can catch up on some shows. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> there's some anime. There is some anime I'm behind on. Apparently, I'm supposed to be watching Chainsaw Man. Apparently, that's good. So yeah, but it's just like yeah, like I, I'm trying to remember the list of things that I said I was gonna watch after football season. Like, I know I need to watch Fire Force. Uh, oh. That that one, like, uh, there's the, the, all the Marvel Netflix. stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's some Marvel movies. Like, there's a couple like Netflix things. Like, I need to Wednesday. Adam just came out. Wednesday, Wednesday's good. That's I a good one. one. I was able to watch that throughout the week. So yeah, yeah. it's just like, uh, what do I like to do? Like, do I <laughs> like, do I start going to brunch now again? <laughs> like, you can sleep in a little bit. <laughs> No, my body always wakes up, so it's just like. Yeah. But I'm gonna treat my body better because I'm not gonna start drinking at 10:30 no more. <laughs> Unless you do the brunch thing. Oh yeah, yeah, but that but that's expensive, so that's not gonna happen every weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, who am I when football's not on? <laughs> like, Mm-mm. what are my interests? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure some of you all are in that position too. We we will get through this together. Okay. Yeah. I promise you, you will figure it out. What's, what's uh, your pit stop? My pit stop is just, and it's probably going. I'm, I'm gonna sound like a Grinch, mm-hmm. but I cannot wait for the holidays to be over. I am sick of driving places. I'm sick of buying things. I, I I cannot wait for the holiday season to be over with. Like January, like I'd say like 15th, I'm gonna probably feel re- relieved. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna stop spending money till June. So, 
Well, I know I got we we got March, but that at least then I can no. save up before then. But yeah, like, like you have March, I have. Listen, I have. Okay, I have Christmas, right. and then my nephew's birthday is in February. Same. My sister's birthday is in February. Mm. My birthday's in March. My mm. bachelor party's in March. Mm. April is the the wedding is in April, and then Zarya's birthday's in May. Oh, and she want to do something next year, don't she? Probably. I I don't know. We haven't figured it out because like it's gonna be probably not because it's gonna be a couple weeks. It'll probably be I was something gonna say because it'll be a couple weeks after like we get back from the honeymoon. So, okay. Oh man, but, like weddings in April. Oh, I'm never gonna have a break from driving to that city anyway. <laughs> So, yeah. The one what like three weeks. Yeah. The one thing I know that I will be doing is I'll start watching UFC again because it happens on holidays. So, but yeah, um, I get it. I get you wanting to be the holiday season's over for sure. All of that I do, but it don't mean nothing to me because I'm not gonna stop spending money till June. You just and now I'm mad because you brought that up because now I just think about it. My uh my nephew's birthday is in February. Uh, somebody else's birthday is in February. And then I have friends whose birthdays are March, April, then mine is in May. I'm not having fun. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I do. I understand. No, I'm not. No one's really getting much for the holiday season. It's most. It's mostly. It's not even about the money. It's really about the driving. Yeah. I, I'm sick of driving. I understand. Places. I understand that. I have to go up to Canton for. Christmas. I have to drive back down there to give people. I gotta get you that day, that dang hoodie. Yeah. So I might as well just do that now. Yep. I have. Oh Other yeah. Well, when are you coming? Because we're we were talking about having a oh wait, it's already the eleventh. It's maybe too late to invite people for a Christmas party. Probably. Uh, I know I have to. Wow, it's twenty seven, twenty one. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's okay. We probably won't do it. We we talked about that like two weeks ago. I was like, oh, we should have a Christmas party and invite people. It's like, when are we having it now? It have to be like next weekend. So that's it would have to be next weekend. Yeah. Okay, that's not gonna happen. Oh well, well that's one thing you don't have to drive down here for. <laughs> But I still have to come down there next weekend anyway. So. Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I would have had a break this weekend. I had to drive down there yesterday. And I wouldn't have had to, but I had left like two shirts and a hoodie in Columbus. And I was like, I'm not leaving a hoodie. I was just, I'm not doing that. You're not getting it back. Because I wouldn't get it back. So I was like, no, I got to go. got to go. Bad. Yep. All right. Well, uh, happy. We'll be back with the episode next week. I mean, technically, we'll be back the next two weeks because we'll probably drop one the Sunday of New Year's or whatever. Like, just do it early because the the playoff. It have to be. It it have to be early. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like recording it on like Monday or Tuesday or like back to back next week. Just something like that. We'll have to. We yeah, because we have to do the the playoff games. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be back the next two weeks. But anyway, uh, we'll we'll see y'all next week. We appreciate y'all for listening. Um, have a good week.